Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief will provide us with some emotional control. In 2020, we laid the foundation for these conversations. Over 12 episodes, we explained how loss and grief can and does occur at any age or any stage in life. You can go back and listen to those foundational podcast episodes, or you can begin listening today as part of your personal journey to become more emotionally and mentally healthy. This journey is personal. You cannot force or coerce anyone to be more healthy, whether physically or emotionally. The person has to be willing to do all the hard work in order to be successful. You can, however, encourage them in their goal towards success. I also wanted to remind you that I'm not a therapist, psychiatrist, psychoanalyst, or any professional from the field of mental health. I'm just someone who has lived many years. I have experienced my own loss and grief, and I have observed others as they have encountered loss and grief. Loss and grief happen in everyday life. There are people who do not recognize or acknowledge loss and grief, but that does not make those emotions any less a fact in life. The truth is that since loss and grief tend not to be openly discussed, it may seem foreign when sadness is encountered, even over the loss of something as simple as a baseball game. The losing team may cry when they are younger than eight years of age. But by the time they're 13 or so, the team members have learned how to suppress how they truly feel about a loss. In fact, by that age, if you cry over losing a game, you are made to feel less than or even ashamed for expressing such open emotions. Shame implies you have done something wrong. Showing emotions by crying is not shameful. It may be uncomfortable for others, but no shame should be felt. To grieve over a loss is normal. There is nothing unusual about it. Because others may find it difficult to deal with your emotions does not negate how you feel. In life, we encounter many things that we will grieve. Not all of them will bring tears, but many losses may. Do not feel that you have to apologize for how you feel. Sure, there are those who will make fun of you or say to you, get over it, but those comments won't take away how you feel. Those comments can, however, make you suppress how you respond to losses. This, of course, can lead to unhealthy responses later in life. Recognize that there is no shame in expressing grief over any loss. If you are unable to get emotional support from those closest to you, Try to find a true friend who may understand what you are feeling. The earlier in life you learn how to recognize and respond to grief, the more emotionally healthy you will be. There is no magic pill for getting through the emotions of loss and grief. Accept them as normal and then ask yourself, how do I get to the other side of these feelings of sadness, maybe loneliness or even self-hate or self-pity? There are times that so many emotions bombard us at once we don't know what to do. It is good to take a deep breath and recognize that others have survived similar losses and you will also. 
It may take some time, but you will smile and laugh again, and you will learn more about yourself through the process. Never be afraid to reach out to a good counselor who can provide sound advice. That can be scary at first, but it can also end up being a very healthy thing to do. These conversations about loss, grief, and emotional well-being are necessary and perhaps well overdue. Be a part of these important conversations. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.